Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be bringing you weekly stories from my own business journey and experience and some other amazing, inspiring women in business to talk about their successes, their failures, their money, mindset, and how we juggle all the things, or not in most cases, to inspire you on your journey to living the life you desire and building a business that aligns with you. So let's get started. Just go for Welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. This week, I've got a very special guest. She is coming to us from the other side of the world. So this is very cool. Um, it is nighttime where I am and it is morning where you are. So welcome, Lucy. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Zoe. I'm a big fan of you, so I'm delighted to be part of your podcast. Oh, thank you. So for all those listeners out there who don't already know you, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, I've already sort of said you're on the other side of the world. Where exactly are you and what is your business? Hola there, I'm Lucy Quiroz and right now I'm in Ireland. I'm originally from Colombia. I live in Australia, Perth for 13 years and two years ago we embraced a family adventure in Ireland and yeah so here is where I am very cold right now yes yes I mean it is beautiful over there I've never visited but I've seen lots of I've relatives over there so I see lots of photos um where like where's an is there an end to this adventure is it just like a see where the wind blows you (laughs) Oh, well, with what is happening around the world, we just mm-hmm. enjoy the beautiful island, the greens, the rain. So I'm finding beauty in the cold, uh, in the cloudy days and in the wetness. I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm a coconut, watermelon, pineapple. So you don't see a coconut in this weather, <laughs> but I'm somehow embracing it where we are right now. Yes. I love that mindset as well, because you're like, I guess it's it's a little bit like um, the circumstances are outside of your control, even if you did want to continue on the adventure. And um, I love that you found the beauty in where you are, because I guess the um, the conditions over there are a little bit different to Perth or Colombia. <laughs> very different, very different. It's very wet all the time, very damp. It's raining, cloudy. But, you know, when the sun shines, uh, it's beautiful. And when the sun shines, you will see how the, the, the water has made the green greenier. So yeah. it, is, it is beautiful, you know, imperfect things are beautiful in their own way. So uh, as part of this, I'm doing, let's say, a connection journal of play. So I'm learning a lot of history and a lot of about Ireland to connect deeply with the place. I love to find that. some love for yes yeah oh, so and I think that's so important right like in regards to to ev- anything like you could look at it some people might look at it like I'm stuck here and I, like it's not my ideal place to be and look at how terrible it is but I love that you've kind of flipped the lid on that and you're like finding the beauty in everything and and feeling grateful for for what being exactly where you are because one of my favorite sayings is you are exactly where you're meant to be <laughs> yes no that's right and it's just perspective you know I can be like oh I'm missing Australia I want to be at the beach and 
hot, but it's just finding the beauty where you are and where you are right now is for a reason, I believe. Um, yeah, I don't believe on coincidence and yeah, everything will help us to grow. I feel like that could so easily be switched to business too, like <clears throat> using that like perspective when it comes to business yeah. and feeling like you're not where you um, want to be and, and always like, you know, it's exactly the same thing, like not looking at it from the abundance perspective, I guess. But tell us a little bit about what you do, because I know what you do, but for the listeners. <laughs> okay, I teach moms, easy, moms, easy and digestible marketing strategies to grow their business from home. So I have a Mompreneur Academy, uh, it's a membership where I train my ladies, uh, yeah, to learn about digital marketing and all the tricks and tips, how to grow their business. It's easy marketing. So I'm a big fan. I, I believe that you can run your own marketing department from your home, but you just need to do it in a smart way. Mm-hmm. And we are going to chat about um, like marketing without being salesy, because I guess like a lot of people associate marketing and, and all of that with needing to be salesy. But once you dive into realizing that um, like not marketing your business is doing people a disservice as well, because you've got so many amazing gifts to share with the world that people need and by not telling people about them, then you're doing the world a disservice. But I would love to know, um, did you, do you have a marketing background? Is that how you got into running your own business or is it, are you self-taught? No, uh, I definitely have a master. I'm a professional marketing. So my background is I'm a journalist back home in Colombia. So I work in media for over two years. Then I traveled to Australia, studied English, um, did a master in professional marketing and PR um find my first job as a marketing assistant so I work for during at uni I work as a marketing assistant for a club um and then I find another marketing assistant job so I work as a marketing assistant for like six years then I work as an officer digital marketing officer uh so I market a tourist destination online so I create a hashtag and yeah create brand awareness about that then I came pregnant I got Valentina and I went back to work you know I, I, I but it didn't work for me so it juggle was real and I say I wanted to start doing something but I didn't know what it was I was like okay my knowledge is marketing and I started doing a YouTube channel because I love cooking too about cooking but it wasn't my thing and, you know, that lost part. And then I was like, okay, nobody here help me what I can do. So I start helping startup moms who wanted to start a business. So I had two ladies of my mother's group who were doing baby things. So I started helping them for free. And that was how I say, oh, this is what I can do. Because I help them to set up Instagram, Facebook, and just teach them those strategies. And from there, I moved to where I am now. So I say, okay, marketing can be a big thing. And, you know, marketing with the age has changed. Before it was the pushy sell, 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 sell marketing. Now we are in more a friendly market, let's call it. Okay, it's not that the pushy of buying, buying, buying and selling here is more about what I call 
Uh, marketing will be a selling without selling. You can sell without sell. Yeah. And as I always say to my clients and my mompreneur academies, is like, I don't care what you sell. I care what I am buying. As a customer, I care what I am buying. I don't care what you're selling. You can sell X and Y, but if you show me how your products and service change my life, I will buy it. No matter the price, I will buy it. If you solve my problems, I will buy it. Mm-hmm. I could not agree with that more because like, I know from my own from my own buying perspective, like if someone sells me something because they've shown me how it's going to change my life, then I don't even care who they are half the time. I'm just like, you're going to solve my problems? Then take my money. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's the perspective. And of course, there are another little strategies to sell without selling. But yeah, giving value. We're looking for value, value for money. So mm-hmm. that will show in the value you don't need to talk about money. Yes, yeah. And I got goosebumps when you were telling your story then of how you came to be an um, entrepreneur um, because your story is so similar to mine. Like following that corporate journey after my first son went back to work and I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. And then realising that actually the juggle is so real and little kids get so sick all the time, like all the time. Yeah. And you, you just work around the clock. Is wake up, get them ready, drop it on the daycare, go to work, come back home, pick pick them up, come back home, do dinner, put it in bed. Mm-hmm. Next day, same and the same. And actually, one day I remember Valentina, I dropped her, I don't know, 7.30, got in the office early because I had a meeting. I was setting up my meeting and all that when one hour after they called me from the daycare, you have to collect Valentina. She falls and breaks her lip. I'm like, oh, how bad it is. It's like, you have to come right now. So I had to cancel the meeting at last minute, got my laptop, uh, ran to collect her, take it to the GP. GP say, no, you have to go to hospital, go into hospital. Um, I remember being in the sitting room with my phone. She, she, was in my legs and she was bleeding and on my computer answering emails here talking and it was a nightmare we didn't finish until three wasn't nothing bad because she didn't break her skin so then go back home to quickly launch and try to sort something and it was like long and then you feel bad because that mom guilt that we live with yeah it's like I wasn't there for her and then I left my meeting and you know it's all the consequence so yeah it's no it's it is and I guess not everyone's fortunate enough to um have the uh I guess I don't know what the word is I'm looking for but to be able to create their own business and to create that reality for themselves where they can be there for their kids and they can, um, you know, like if that was to happen now, it it would just be a case of sorry clients, you know, and because they're all mum, or most of them would be mums, they're so understanding. Whereas in the corporate world, oh, it's just totally different, isn't it? The reaction that you get from, what do you mean we have to cancel the meeting? To... <laughs> yeah, and I know starting a business is not easy. Um, it's not impossible. I like to be real, real raw, all that. 
second reason is, yeah, it's a roller course. Uh, some days I feel like what I am doing, I'm crazy. But other days I feel so fulfilled to see the result for my clients. Like last week, Paloma, my little one, she gets car sick. I wake up late, I have to draw Valentina, Paloma, and I was driving like a psycho. So Paloma threw up in the car. I didn't have extra clothes. I cleaned her quickly, but I dropped her in the daycare and I said, look, she was just car sick. Um, just please change her. She got into the daycare. She wasn't herself. Um, so they called me back. They are like, no, maybe it's a bad. We cannot take any risk for mm-hmm. circumstances that we are living now. So I had half an hour after I have to go and collect her. She was fine. Nothing was wrong with her. She just was her stomach was empty she wanted breakfast but then she was upset but the beauty was I had three clients that day I called them and I rescheduled them one for the night next day and next day and I feel free guilt I mm-hmm. didn't feel guilt. It was my own thing was my condition where my clients were my responsibility yeah. and because I work with moms they understood me yeah yeah you know so it is a roller course and yeah some days it's like I don't know what I am doing growing a business is not easy yes and the comparison is like why she's successful I know success success is different in all minds whatever success mean to me might not mean the same to you Mm. so it's, it's about be realistic uh it's about placing boundaries and be consistent um, when I start working with startups and now I'm working with moms that have small businesses that have been one year in business, it's a different. I start up moms that have an idea but haven't started their business. I don't see the sparkle in them. You know, it's, it's, I think it's, a, it's sort of a brain switch. You know, yeah. it's, it's that thing that, I don't know, they don't connect and explain the thing is harder. Now these moms that have, a little in business, the sparkles turn around. You know, it's like you, you see the driver. I call it mompreneur spark. You know, it's yeah. the mompreneur spark that turn on. Yeah. And it's not easy. You need to discover and it's a lot of mindset and it's a lot of mingling with people that think like you. Yes, yes, yeah. And that is, I actually really love that you have noticed that in working with the different people because in the, the startup phase it's also scary like I'm not saying it's less scary now but it's like it's unknown it's like can I really do this but once you've kind of gotten in there and you take that leap of faith and you don't necessarily have to cuddle ties with corporate careers straight away but once you start putting yourself out there and and taking those baby steps and then a year down the track, you realize, hey, I actually can do this. And that's when the sparkle kicks in. I love that. Yeah. And now that you say that, like, you don't have to quit your corporate job. I actually, when I had Valentina, I went back to work. Um, and then I had the idea I wanted to do something with loss, help my friends. And then I find a coach. Um, she was in USA. And I had a pre-call with her. And then we started working together. And I was working part-time on my corporate job and I was building my business. So I used to say at night, I am a CEO and during the day, I'm a mom, I'm an employee and all that. Because yeah. basically, when everybody was sleeping, I sit to work and I did a mompreneur summit where I put together 16 plus months um, 
and I was pregnant. It was hectic because I almost lost my baby. I was running this, wow. and you know, it was it was hectic. But at the end, it was so good because I came in contact with 300 plus moms, um, able to help 10 moms, you know, massively. And this turned on me that the sparkles. It's like I really can do this. Yeah, you know. And then I did a solo event, the Montpellier Lunch. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And I actually stopped working on my corporate job when I had Paloma. So I went in maternity leave and then we came here to Ireland. So I say, okay, here in Ireland, even I attempt to start working. Uh, I find a job and because the guy likes me, how I approach my marketing, he hired me as a marketing consultant. He know I was a mom and all that, but still the struggle, I was like, I wasn't sure if I wanted. And when he told me, do you want to be your marketing consultant? It was good because I work on my own hands. So I wasn't his employer. I wore my hours. Um, so that was good. And then again, thinking on going and find a job and it's just daycare and it's just the routine. It doesn't fit anymore. It doesn't fit anymore. And it is okay because our dynamic has changed have changed completely so so yeah it is I think you adapt things to your needs and wants whatever works for you it might not work for me and that's okay yes and I think that we need to scrap this idea of like your business needs to solely support you financially because that's realistically for a lot of people not gonna happen um especially in the first few years like it takes a while all these people that are talking about their big six-figure businesses like they've been in business for not all of them not all of them but a lot of them have been in business for for a long time and um they kind of gloss over the fact that they've been in business for a long time so it's so lovely to speak to some ladies who have had done that juggle of part-time corporate work and part-time business running and growing their business in night times and working crazy hours to get everything done for people. And, and, and yeah, it's just, yeah, I love that, that we're, we're not, we don't need to rely on our businesses. It doesn't make you any less um, successful or any, it doesn't make you a failure if you have to um, sustain your family through a corporate part-time job, or even if it's full-time, I know there's a lot of people out there doing both. (laughs) No, and because building a business takes time. And it's, yeah, as you say, some come and say, oh, I'm making this, I'm making that. Everybody is different. The, the, the journeys are different. Um, what I say to my mompreneur academies is like, it's not a race. You're going to your own speed. I'm going to my own speed. Yeah. I am right now. I'm not, I am not where I wanted to be in business, but I am taking actions to get there mm-hmm. now going to my own speed because I'm the full mom you know full-time mom because my husband works away he comes so I'm I'm the mom that is always there my kids are my priority I have a little one that she's not in school yet uh, Valentina is in school so I don't have time I want to launch more projects I have a lot of projects on my head and you know Three weeks, I go very down because I wanted to do this and I wanted to have a business that support me, give me money and yeah, all that I want. But I cannot be there yet because I don't have the time. 
I work two hours from Tuesday to Thursdays. It's not enough. I try to wake up Mondays and Fridays to 4.30 a.m. to work three hours before the girls wake up. You know, so it is, I don't have enough time, but it is no excuse not to push my business through. So yeah. it's about not working hard, I working smarter. So I sit two hours today. I have two hours before going and collect Paloma, but I work in priorities. What I am doing today is something that is moving my business forward. Mm -hmm. So I take in action of something that is beneficial to me. So try not to waste time in silly tasks and just working smarter. It is not easy. You're not going to be successful overnight. Yes, I case it like that, but that's not my case. It's not yes. my case and I'm okay with it. Yes. So, okay. So I just want to rewind there to something that you just said because you, you're working in such short windows. So what, what would you, like if in terms of prioritizing tasks, what would you say is a task that you would prioritize to help move your business forward? Like if you've got like specific tasks that you're like daily non-negotiables, making sure that you do certain things um, that you know are going to have that impact? Well, I'm big fan of objective. Okay. So the, oh, my main goal this month is increase my email list. Mm -hmm. because I'm going to open the doors of my academy, a flash sale. So one is building relation with my email is and getting new audience to work that up. Okay. So that might result in new clients and new mompreneurs academy. So I work with that goal in mind and then I displace, displace the actions or the steps that I have to do to make that goal tangible, real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So goals, it's very important. And it's not just have a big goal. I want to make money or I want to have a profitable business by the end of the year. No, it doesn't work like that. I set up a goal for the month and then action steps for that goal. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say like then every day you're doing at least one thing that's going to help you to achieve that goal of growing your email list? Yes. So like, for example, Mondays will be, organizing my social media posts. So no, every Monday, the first Mondays of each month, I will do all my social posts. Uh, the next Mondays, I will schedule them. Today, I had this morning a client's meeting um, and you. Uh, that's my two tasks for today. Yeah. Um, and tomorrow, like that, that's going to help mm -hmm. you. That will help you grow your email list because you're going to be exposed to a different audience. Yeah, tomorrow I will launch a new freebie to my email list. So I will give it, it's a challenge that I'm gonna do with a client and I'm gonna offer it to my email subscribers and then I'm gonna offer it to my Instagram followers to see who wants to be part of the challenge. So that's happening. Amazing. And I think that's really practical advice for people that are working in those like short windows of time that you can still accomplish a lot in that time. <laughs> Yes, yes. And, and you know, it's been kind. I have a long to-do list, a very long, but I'm realistic. I cannot do more than three things a day. If I get the three things, it's a bonus. If I get two, it's okay. Then one of the tasks get moved for tomorrow. Mm, yes, I feel like there's a, such an underlying theme in a lot of what you've said around um, you've got to have the right mindset. Like a lot of people wouldn't be okay with just 
accepting that they can only fit in three things and they'd be setting to-do lists that were so unrealistic and then beating themselves up about it at the end of the day. But that perspective of like, I've got two hours, this is the three things that I'm going to be able to fit in today. And I know that they're the right three things that are going to help me grow my business. And that's, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah, it's mindset. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I have days that I give myself very hard time because why I haven't done this? Why I haven't done that? Why, 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 why? And it's a matter of recognizing things, recognizing when you run and just forgiving yourself and mm. yeah, self-love, I think. Just yeah. taking pieces slowly. And yeah. remember, you know what? I'm big fan of choosing a main goal. A main goal is something that I call is your driver for your life, where you want to see and where you want to be, let's say, in a, in two years. Um, my vision is to have a flexible time and flexible incomes to be there for my family. That's where I wanted to be. So um, that's my driver. And that's what helped me to wake up every morning at 4.30. Uh, I have to do this for my business. Yeah. Oh, you know, so set up a main goal, help you to set up your mindset. Yes, yes. That's really important. And I, I feel like definitely you need a driver to get out of bed at 4 30 in the morning I am also prone to the old 4 30 start but there needs to be that like I'm doing this so that I <laughs> I know this is going to make my life easier <laughs> no, and, and, and it's not easy I have to admit it yeah. two weeks ago I'm struggling to wake up even at five this week is sort of coming easier but I have some days that I'm like oh, I just want to sleep yeah. And sometimes you need um, that. Some days your body's like, we need sleep today. And I feel guilty about it. You know, I feel like ah, I shouldn't wake up and do this. But I'm like, okay, forgive it, move it on, do it tomorrow or do it tonight. Yes. So it's about forgiving. Yes. I would love to pivot and speak. Let's chat about marketing without sounding salesy because I feel like this, like marketing, even when you say the word marketing your business, people just go, ooh. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to tell people about what I do. I want to start a business, but I don't want to tell anyone what I'm doing. <laughs> well, about selling without selling, I am a big believer you can sell without being pushed. With everything that is happening on the social media, on the world, um, the way that we sell is changing. Okay, so first of all, um, there is something that I call, well, let's talk first the, you need to understand the buyer journey, okay? All buyers jo- go through a journey, okay? Where now buyers are well, let's say, well-educated. Mm-hmm. So the buyer will have a problem with considering it has a problem. So he, her or him will go to internet and research solutions for that problem. They will, when a buyer approach to your business, they already educated. They already have set up their mind and know what they want. So if you understand the buyer journey, is you need to make the buyer journey as easy as possible. So less is more, okay? Mm-hmm. Display your products and service. Don't offer too much opportunities or offers. Don't offer too much. The yeah. less you offer, the better because the buyer can decide quickly. 
because we're going, okay, so the buyer journey will go. We're going into a problem stage. So then that buyer will go and research solutions for the problem. Then they go into the consideration stage. Consideration stage is like finding brands. These, these and these businesses solve my problems. Then when they go in, into the consideration, they go into the buyer mood. Okay, so in that buyer mood, it's like, okay, um, I'm gonna buy from this and that, and that's about trusting and all that. Then they go in the portraits and then they go in the loyalty. Okay, so if they are satisfied with what they are buying, they will buy from you again. Mm-hmm. If they are not, they don't gonna buy it. They will do a review. But this buyer journey also have relation with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. All humans have needs and ones that we need, we need to fulfill. And Maslow suggests that there is five levels of needs. So it's a pyramid, and at the bottom of the pyramid are all the physical needs, food, air, sleep. Okay, so that will be the first that things that we need to buy, like clothes, food. Uh, then is um, the needs that the safety needs, okay? Mm-hmm. House, all the safety things. Then the three stages is uh, the third and the, okay. The many of my, for example, my products will be no need. They will be on the self-esteem that is the top and, and it is not really a need, a need mm-hmm. for marketing. But marketers, we using it, the hierarchy of need to make people want something. Because in the self-esteem is like, if you wanted to have a business, you need your maximum to learn about marketing and approach and sell your products. Or like, for example, if you have a massage business, it is not at the, it's not a priority to have a massage, but a massage will be a self-esteem. You need a massage to feel better, to empower your body. So that's how you you will approach it. So in order to know and market to your business successful, you need to know in which category of the Maslow hierarchy of needs your business is. And then understand the buyer journey. Then another strategy that I use for selling, not selling, is connected selling. Mm-hmm. Connected selling is about just connecting with your audience. Um, and that is what social media is all about. So two of my clients, we are working on their personal brands because, yeah, they have a beautiful business. One is furniture and one is dollies. And it's beautiful. But you don't see a face on those business. Mm-hmm. So they are not connecting with their potential target market. Um, one, the dollies lady, she's coming out of her shell. She's putting her face out there and she's a mess. But all the connections that a single photo of her generated. In two days, just with a photo of her, she generates four sales in two days. Ah. Just with a photo of her. But because you're putting a face out there. So my strategy to connect, connect to selling is, okay, go connect with integrity, reality, true, raw, um, with your potential target market. Go find those potential target markets that will buy for you. Connect with them. Don't make a sale without connection. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying to have those Instagram messages like, oh, look, buy this now. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Oh my gosh, who you are. 
like people that slide into your DMs and they're like, oh, we came across your account and we thought you might like to buy our thing. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. No, my strategy will be connect with your potential target market. Connect with them, break the ice. When you break the ice, you see if that audience is warm and they are warm, make an offer. Okay. Many people say, oh, Lucy, but you must be very good seller because you are a marketing expert and you are so convincing and all that. The truth is I'm not a good seller. I am not. And I always have said that, but I am a connector. Yes. People buy all connection. And many of my clients, I realized this because many of my clients, um, we have established a connection first. It is and it's, I'm not talking about fake connection. I'm talking about genuine, real connection that I know, I, I, many of them, I don't know face to face, but we have established a connection. Yeah. Then they become my clients. They are buying me because I, they see me as the solution of their problems. I can totally relate to that because like, I, I would suggest like 80% of the people that I've worked with in my business over the last 18 months, we, I would almost call them friends, like almost friends yeah. before they purchased. And then it's, so it's not, and don't get me wrong. There are people that just buy out of the blue and I'm like, I have no idea who you are or where you've come from, but hi, thanks for, you know, working yeah. with me. But majority of my clients come from creating connections and having that relationship first. And sometimes it's exchanging a few um, DMs. Sometimes it's, you know, chatting in the comments. Sometimes it's like we might even be in a business group together and so we're on like masterminding calls together. Like there's varying different levels of, of connection, right? And look, sometimes, you know, we'll connect with the people. Like, for example, I had a potential client and we were connecting through Instagram for a while, I think two months, until one day she said like, look, I want to jump in a call with you. Um, I want to pick your brain. I'm like, let's do it I'm like yeah fine we set up a meeting and all that and during that call we did not connect I didn't resonate with her and we be connecting on Instagram we messaging and we cheer up each other and, and, and I throw tips to her and all that but I didn't feel a click so I declined her as a client because if it's not click she is not gonna I don't want to see the results of her evolving, you know? So I prefer not to because it's not a connection. So that is another strategy of selling, not selling. Sell with integrity. For me, integrity is very, very important. And tell the truth. Uh, Nothing, if you tell the truth, people will feel thankful for that. And it's not going to be any feelings hurt. Yes, it's only going to end badly if you did say yes to working with her and then it didn't go the way, like for you as a business owner, but also for her because she wouldn't get the results that she was expecting perhaps. And this, yeah, so I think that is so important to um, to kind of acknowledge when it's not necessarily the right time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. And another strategy of selling, not selling, I will say is working with influencers and collaborations. And now, don't when I say influencers market, don't get fooled by the numbers. Okay, um, 
I prefer to work with micro influencers or nano influencers and not even influencers. They might don't know that they are influencers, but these small accounts that have a followers and they are active on their Instagram uh, or yeah, socials, but they do see that they take care about their social media and present. And now I don't look too much followers um, and likes. I see posts and comments. If people is commenting in their posts with true comments, you know, the no machines answer. Um, and I see that, yeah, it's someone that resonates with your brand, someone that match your missions, visions, uh, I will work with that person. Mm-hmm. Actually, now Facebook have a Facebook creator where you can find influencers and you can see the engagement that they are having and all that. Wow. Yeah, it's a special website from Facebook and I think it's called Facebook Influencers or something like that. So you can go and check their accounts. It's fairly new. Um, but yeah, definitely working with um, influencers marketing. <laughs> I don't want to call it influencers marketing. Yeah. Like right now, I have a, um, a client. She is developing Mexican sauce and her sauce are delicious. But no, everybody likes it spicy. Um, her brand, nobody knew it. She's new. So what we are doing is just go and do a list of people that we wanted to give this sauce. I say to her, go and do a list of people that you would like to give this sauce. So what we're going to do, we're going to send a little samples with her beautiful packaging and all that. And she's writing a letter about her wife, about her business, a, a personal letter. Like, hi, I am this person and I designed this beautiful sauce for this and I'm Mexican here in Ireland and she's bringing the flavors and, you know, a little bit of her wise and how this sauce can enhance the flavor of your food. That's amazing. You know? So we are in that process because nobody knows her sauce. And even in a restaurant, she's going to go and do a testing day. Mm-hmm. So now with all the regulations that they are coming down, um, we're doing a lunch strategy for this, a little lunch strategy. So that really works. Mm-hmm. What also works is collaboration. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Like what we, you and me doing here right now, it is the best way to grow your business. Yeah. Because collaborating with people like you, people that can add something to your business is amazing. Um, in 2019, I did a sold out event. Uh, it was a Montpreneur Lodge and everything was a collaboration. So I come with the idea of this event. I, one day say, I'm going to do an event. What is it? I don't know. But I contact three speakers. Um, so basically the Montpreneur Lounge, the objective is inspire and motivate moms to grow and launch a business from home. Mm-hmm. So I have three guest speakers, um, Fiona, the creator of Blow Dry, she was my case study. So first, the first lady always is going to be a case study. So a successful mom who is juggling all and is growing a business. Yeah. So she shared her personal experience and all her details. Then I have Jael, that was my marketing experts and email marketing, and Amanda Harrington, who teach my ladies how to they wipe their photos for their website or social media. And then I was like the host. 
and it was a meeting, uh, it was food and all that, and it was sold out. Uh, I approached a lady who took the photos. She just charged me 50 Australian dollars. It was a collaboration. She gave me a photos. I tell her to watermark all her, her photos, and I did the flyer with all the promoters. Yeah. Um, I had a lady who did the video for free too, and I just exposed her business, and I show up. A guy came to do balloons for the kids because it was a friendly kids event. Yeah. And everybody put their part. Even the restaurant uh, gave me a big, massive discount yeah. just because I was promoting them. So we all help each other and we all benefit each other. Mm-hmm. I am such a fan of collaborations. And like I've done a masterclass for your mumpreneur ladies. I've done masterclasses for some other memberships. And it's just like, I just, a lot like, 90% of the time they're unpaid, but I don't care because I love, I just love getting in front of other people and sharing my story. And I think like the reason why I started my business was not to, as nothing to do with me. It was literally just, and the reason why I started this podcast was to expose other people and to share other people's stories and to like inspire them and motivate them. So oh, such a fan of collaborations and it has literally changed my business. It's changed I, so if people are out there and they're like oh I'm too scared to like reach out to people like people want to collaborate with you just reach out to them or connect with them first maybe like don't reach out to like like those slide into those dms and be like hey I think you're awesome you don't know who I am but <laughs> yeah they connect um and then just ask that what always ask yourself what is the worst that can happen if you connect with someone what is the worst that can happen that they say no? Okay, how that can damage your life? It won't do anything. They say no, no, we'll go back. Okay, find great. another one. They weren't my, they weren't a perfect match for me. There'll be someone else out there. There's so many opportunities and and joining um like business support groups and communities is an amazing place as well to start building those connections with people so that then you can have those collaborations and you've already got a connection. Yeah, and you know that we were talking about the Montpreneur Sparkle. Collaborations and reaching out to those business groups are the best way to turn on your Montpreneur Sparkles. Um, Mingling with people that think or might help you to think like them help a lot because this Montpreneur journey is not easy. People don't understand like yeah my husband don't understand my journey uh he thinks that this is a hobby that i'm just mm-hmm. like to play in the computer and chat to people um yeah. and he doesn't take it seriously because he doesn't see the results that i see whatever for me is for him doesn't like i appreciate each of my clients um when i got my first client to me that was oh my god like yeah. someone is trusting now that I have worked I don't know this year with 20 plus ladies but seeing that and it haven't been anything that I am doing be possible without the collaboration and the mingling and talking with mompreneurs like you um, others that are on my Instagram um, my emails um, you know with this lockdown and lot on the computer but they help me to switch my mind and you say yeah it's attitude but also these mompreneurs is who are helping me to see this change like my 
connection journal that I'm doing with Ireland. It was inspired by two of my mompreneurs. One, that she's an illustrator, and she said, look, a way to, to build meaningful connections uh, with a place is journaling, the beauty. And another told me to do connection, uh, read a book. You like a story, I love a story. So I was like, oh, I love a story. And Ireland is very rich in story. Yeah. So, and you know, so they sort of how, if we come together and collaborate, we just not come out of business. It's attitude, everything is powerful. Connections are powerful. Collaboration is powerful. Yes, yes, yes. And I think you and I are totally on the same page when it comes to collaborations, connections, which is probably why we clicked um, because we're both very similar in our mindset about things and how we run our businesses. And we've both got like young kids because my kids aren't in school yet either. So I totally appreciate the the juggle of <laughs> daycare and all of those things. I could literally speak, sit here and speak to you all night, um, but I may start to drift off to sleep. So can you tell us where can we find you? If people want to find out more about the Mumpreneur Academy or anything um, about you, where do you hang out online? Okay, I'm a big fan of Instagram. I hang up on Instagram, so you can find me at Lucy Kiddos G or my website, lucykiddos.com. Kiddos is like K-Rose, so it started with Q. Um, yeah, that's it. Or through Soy. Yes, um, I will put the fan, link. I'm a big fan of her. I follow her on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, through her, you can contact me too because I'm a big fan of her content and all her mindset and money mindset. And yeah, so... Oh, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. And I know that there was so many amazing, like tangible pieces in there that people can actually go and implement in their business. Like one action step, people go away and, and reach out to someone that you think maybe like connecting with and ask them to collaborate. There Just we go. Just go and say homework. hola. That's it. That's Yay. the thing. Take action today. If you one phrase that I have that I love it is if you really want something, turn on your brain, put a sparkles to your day, put a big smile and take actions today. Yes. Amazing. So the action that we're all going to take is we're going to go and reach out to someone and we're going to collaborate with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing with us, Lucy. We will chat again soon. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Have a lovely night. Thank you so much for sticking with me right to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend and it would just make my day, or let's face it, my year, if you went and left a review over on iTunes so I can get these inspiring stories into the ears of as many women as possible. I will catch you all next week for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. Thanks for listening.